1: you see him on television. You follow him on social media.
2: And you can listen to him talk about life and retirement right here, right now.
1: He is Pat Struby. and this is Save Your Retirement presented by Preservation Specialists.
3: Social security is the foundation for retirement income for many of us. But how much lifetime income could you be missing out on? The answer will probably shock you. And we'll get into that here in just a few minutes. We're so glad you're here with us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat, we have a lot we want to get to here on the show today. Looking forward to hearing some insights from you. Hope you're doing great this week.
0: I am doing great. Yeah, I think this is a great topic. It applies to just about everyone. So excited to dig in.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And when you think about this, Pat, there are a few things that are rightfully yours when you get to retirement. The wealth that you've built up in your retirement savings after taxes. I got to throw that in, (laughs) darn it. And your Social Security benefits. And the goal for most of the people that you help, or I would think probably all of them, Pat, is making the most out of their retirement savings and preserving what they've saved—that's really what you guys are all about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we talk about this from time to time. You know, retirement has changed so much in the last generation or two, and a lot of people didn't worry about their savings before, and they just kind of worked until full retirement, and then they took Social Security. There wasn't a lot of planning involved, <laughs> yeah. You know? Sure. And both of those require a lot of planning now, especially if you're married, because your Social Security benefits, how they, you know, each spouse's benefits interact. There's so much to get, you know, we'll get into that uh, here today, but between figuring out what to do with your life savings and then the incredible amount of value that is lying tapped in your Social Security benefits. Those are two really big things that you want to make very smart decisions with and yeah. make sure you're you're making the most of it.
3: Yeah. And we are definitely going to talk a little bit about Social Security here in just a few moments. But I do want to go back to that caveat that I mentioned a moment ago when you talk about the things that are rightfully yours, what you've built up. But of course, it has to be after taxes. So What do we need to know about the impact of taxes taking a bite out of our retirement savings and, Pat, even out of things like our Social Security? There's potentially a tax bite there.
0: Yeah. And I think taxes in retirement is something that it's just kind of brushed aside a lot, Mm -hmm. Jen, because typically uh, a lot of people do their own taxes. They struggle through it with TurboTax or whatever, you know, and they survive the season. And maybe at some point in their life, they hand it off to a CPA. Well, TurboTax and your CPA, the vast majority of what they're focused on is lowering your taxes for that reporting year. So that's all they're thinking about, maybe thinking about, you know, the current year as well, but that's it. And so a lot of times we're just not thinking about what happens down the road, but the taxes in retirement what an unbelievable difference it can make depending on what type of taxes you pay. And Hmm. and so a couple of examples I would use is, most of our clients are baby boomers. Most baby boomers have been told their entire life, defer all your taxes while you're working, so those are your highest earning years, and then when you retire, then you take out all the taxes and you'll be in a really low bracket and you'll you'll hardly pay anything, Right, right? right? And then people retire and they say, wait a second, that's not working out that way. (laughs) And then to your point, Social Security, when it was originally started, it was not taxed. And then that changed in the early 80s. Now it it affects more and more retirees. So income taxes, taking a bite out of our retirement savings is a really big deal. And the rate of tax you pay on that money can have an enormous effect. Imagine saving your whole life and accumulating a million dollars in a 401k and imagine paying you know, 30% taxes on that money in retirement versus 12%, Wow. Uh, depending yeah. on the bracket that you're in. I mean, you're literally talking about almost a couple hundred thousand dollars. So these are really important things to be thinking about.
3: How are you talking to people about tax increases in the near future? Not only, Pat, just some of the things that are scheduled to happen with our current tax rates expiring, but any additional tax increases that could be happening. How are you talking to people about that?
0: Yeah, Jen, the thing about tax rates right now, there's a couple of things, and you hit on both of them. One is that the Trump tax code is set to expire in a couple of years. And so even if politicians do nothing, then those rates are going to go back up again. So that's Mm -hmm. already kind of on the books. Uh, But the other thing is the the $30 trillion of debt we have as a country, the problem is the politicians will never stop spending. And (laughs) every single chance they get, they spend, they spend, they spend. And they want to kick the can down the road on taxes because they don't want to be the ones that raise those taxes. But guess what? It's got to be paid at some point. And so every single expert says it's going to come home to roost at some point, whether it's next year or maybe three or five years from now. So we're all looking at this saying, okay, tax rates have to go up. And yet so many of us are deferring taxes on some of our biggest assets in our lives, our 401k and our IRAs. And so this is a really important time For us to be stopping to think about what are we doing with our retirement money and what's my solution? What's my end game? How am I going to pay those taxes down the road? And the two things we like to talk about are first of all, uh, we would like to look at what we would call your lifetime tax bill. So that's a way of us kind of projecting through your retirement to see. And that number can be crazy. You know, if you're in your early 60s and about to retire, and if you live to your early 90s, you might pay hundreds of thousands, you could pay a million dollars in income taxes the rest of your life. I mean, it's it's absolutely insane when you actually do the math on how many years are down the road. And uh, the other thing we like to talk about is taking control. Mm -hmm. So the power you have is you have control over how you're saving your nest egg, and that gives you control over how you're taxed in the future. So if you um, have never thought about those types of things or you're working with someone and they're not talking about taxes, we would really encourage you to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. Our team will do a retirement tax analysis at absolutely no cost and no obligation to you because you're a listener of the show. And we think that could have a number of different benefits for you as you plan for retirement or if you're already retired now. So to take advantage of that free retirement tax analysis, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
3: And if you'd like to hear the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, that's 803-973-8473. But Pat just told you the easy way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Pat, some of the latest research shows just how important it is to take your Social Security benefits At the right time. And I want to get your reaction to this. Researchers with the National Bureau of Economic Research have found that over 90% of American workers should wait until age 70 to start taking their benefits, but only about 10% actually do so. So they're saying, of course, this is kind of a blanket statement. So, you know, we always talk about getting customized advice that a lot of people are taking it earlier than they should. Now, optimizing Social Security benefits, they say, would produce a 10% increase in the typical worker's lifetime spending. So when you look at that, by not optimizing their benefits, the median loss for the typical worker, Pat, $182,000 in lifetime discretionary income. Wow. Wow. It sounds like a big deal to get your Social Security right.
0: Yeah. And when we look at this research from the National Bureau of Economic Research, it is, I would say my opinion is I I have a strong agreement and strong disagreement with parts of it. So uh, I got kind of riled up uh, as we were talking about it. So, (laughs) But the first thing is absolutely true. By making casual decisions about Social Security, it does not surprise me at all how much people are giving up. And and the statistic that you mentioned there from that bureau, $182,000 over your lifetime. It's crazy to think about. But then, of course, when you think about how many years of retirement you might have, it makes sense. The one thing that I would differ with is they're kind of making, to your point, a blanket statement about almost everyone should delay Social Security until age 70. And I would change that. I would say – more people should probably delay Social Security more than they want to Uh (laughs) because it's not fun to do that. Uh, (laughs) Having said that, there's no way that that statistic is right, in my opinion. And the reason is you and I have talked about this, Jen. It's the difference between maximizing your Social Security and optimizing it. And what, what they're really talking about is maximizing. And of course, to get the maximum Social Security, you need to delay it as long as possible. And those benefits will continue to grow until you're age 70. However, That does not mean it's the optimal way for you to take it. Mm -hmm. Uh, What if you're retiring at age 62 and you've got to figure out how to cover age 62 to age 70 then using your nest egg? And maybe it makes sense to defer to age 70, but for a lot of people it doesn't. And the only way to know that is, as you alluded to, it's a custom-built retirement plan where we're looking at here's your assets, here's your Social Security, and here's when you're trying to retire. Let's piece all those together and let's analyze it and find the absolute best combination of those things for you. And that's the kind of planning that's, you know, we're retirement geeks. We love that stuff. That's trying to figure that out. And that's what gets us jazzed up is maybe we find you the way where you'll actually get one hundred eighty-two thousand dollars more in income over your lifetime. And then we feel like we've really done something exciting.
3: Talk a little bit about, Pat, how this all has to fit in with everything else that you have going on? Because that, that's the other thing. We shouldn't be making the Social Security decision in a vacuum just based on our age. Talk about how you look at that and how do we make sure this fits in with the other things that we've saved and, and some of our other income sources.
0: Yeah. And this is where we flip the whole thing around, Jen, where if you're you know, Googling when should I take Social Security, they're all going to give you a blanket answer. And it's right. going to start off with, you know, do this or that, we're going to flip it completely around and we're actually going to start with, well, what are you trying to accomplish? Because it's the same thing with anything financial. It doesn't matter how great of a plan it is if it doesn't help you accomplish what you want. Right. You know, if you say, well, I want to retire at 62 and I don't have anything but social security, having more social security at 70 is not going to do you any good because you've starved. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it just, it just doesn't make any sense. So we're going to start off figuring out what do you want to accomplish? And then we stop and we say, okay, now let's look at all the resources that you have. Yeah. Let's, Look at your social security benefits. Do you have a 401k? And then we kind of go through the nest egg and all those things. And then we start piecing all that together and we can start running some scenarios. And it it gets really exciting for us. There's five areas of a comprehensive plan. But the three that really drill down together are creating the income plan, using your investments to help fund that income plan, and then, of course, tying in the tax plan, uh, like we were just talking about a few minutes ago. If we can generate more income from your nest egg and you can pay less taxes on that income, now we're accomplishing a lot of fun things and allowing you to really do the things that you want to do in retirement.
3: And really, when we think about Social Security, taking your benefits at the wrong time, Pat, means you're potentially losing out on tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime. It's a significant misstep.
0: Yeah, Jen, when it comes to Social Security, there are a lot of things you need to consider, and that's the reason that for listeners of our show, we offer a free Social Security analysis to help you sort through all the different options for how to claim your benefits, learn about the potential impact your decisions have on your taxes on Medicare spousal benefits, and more, and also pinpoint the best time for you to start taking your Social Security to make sure you aren't missing out on tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime benefits. It's important to know the Social Security Administration cannot help you with all this. They can give you facts about your Social Security, but they cannot teach you how to make the most out of your benefits. That's what our Social Security analysis can do for you when you call 803-9-RETIRE right now. To get started, just call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE.
3: You heard that right. You could be missing out big time, tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime income, or you could be living your best case scenario. It's just a matter of claiming your Social Security at the right time. 803-9-RETIRE is that number again. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
2: Hi, this is John Farley. Now, let me ask you, is your retirement inflation proofed? Here's what I mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Our team at Preservation Specialists can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call us today at 803-9-RETIRE to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, Inflation can go from being a major disruption to just a minor annoyance. Call the team at 803-9 retire now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today. 803-9 retire. That's 803-9 retire. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital, Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth Preservation Specialists. And Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership. <laughs>
1: To get your free social security analysis from the team at Preservation Specialists, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
3: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm laughing because I almost said save your retirement from Pat Struby but that's, oh, not, that's not right. That's, that's not right. That's mean. <laughs> I know. That's a mean way <laughs> to get back into the show. Sorry about that. Pat, here's what I'm thinking right now. This happens every year in every state in America. The orange cones, the construction zones, right? They block your <laughs> way. You have to change your route. You want to pull your hair out. And all you can think is, how long is this going to last? Why didn't they plan better? Which, by the way, not questions. You want to be asking about your retirement, <laughs> uh, I should say. Now, Pat, I don't know, detours, there wasn't a villain in your book, Save Your Retirement, about the, <laughs> the, or someone saving us from the nightmare that is road construction. But boy, I think this is such a good analogy in so many ways for our retirement because you think about, Pat, just those detours that can force you. Sometimes it's just you know maybe a couple blocks out of your way. Sometimes it's significant. Sometimes it's it's a big mm. deal and it can really put a cramp in your day it can really mess things up and so you think about that pat what can kind of force you to take a detour when it comes to your retirement cuz cuz these things are out there in our retirement plans as well
0: yeah it's really an interesting thought Jen so you know we're thinking about construction on the roads we're thinking about how it creates detours for the path you're trying to get to sure, and, sure. and what comes to my mind there is is the detour something that's affecting everyone or is it something personal? So if it's something personal, that could be being laid off Mm. uh, two years before you were planning to retire or having a health problem and not being able to work anymore. It could be a divorce. It could be a death in the family. Um, You know, there's so many things, you know, that could affect us personally that could really change our outlook on retirement. So those are certainly things that we have unfortunately experienced with our clients over the years. So we know how to how to handle those scenarios, but also maybe plan for them as well. And then you have those detours that all of us as, you know, a community or, or a nation are dealing with stock market crashes, mm-hmm. uh, inflation, making things cost uh, a lot more tax rates going up. You know, those are the ones that come to my mind right away. And those are the kinds of things, Jen, that I would say our clients ask us the most to help protect them against. And they might say, I'm really nervous. You know, the historical average of inflation is 3% a year. I'm nervous. It's going to be 5% a year. And so we call that a stress test. So we can run a projection and see what would happen if that were the case. And so those are the ones that come to mind as the biggest ones that we see people, you know, concerned about in our planning for
3: That's a really interesting point when you point out the difference between that kind of like personal emergency versus something that we're all experiencing, the pandemic or you know all the volatility. Mm Versus that individual, it's more like I guess like a tire blowout is whatever your personal crisis is versus that detour that's forcing everybody to reroute. So there's a couple of interesting ways to look at that. Um, there are just so many analogies, Pat, we can make when we talk about that idea of traveling and and that transportation idea. You think about, for example, going on a, a longer trip now you can map around you kind of get a feel for your local detours right we know where the mm. the road construction is right right here right now but you think about you know if maybe you and your wife are taking the girls somewhere at some point later in the year, there could be road construction somewhere along the way that you can't really map out. You do the best you can, right? You have that roadmap for where you're going, but you might not know some of those other things as you get there. So let's talk a little bit about that, Pat, that idea of having a roadmap for a longer trip. I'm guessing a lot of people don't really have that for their retirement. They kind of leave their jobs (laughs) and they don't have it.
0: Yeah, I think, Jen, you know, we've met with, you know, hundreds and hundreds or maybe thousands of people over the years and talked about retirement with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm I'm kind of chuckling as I think about this. You know, you think of the analogy of traveling and do you have a roadmap for retirement. And I think people, you know, run the spectrum there. You know, we have people that maybe they've built plans with us. They have a great roadmap for retirement and they still Kind of stress out about it or worry about it. Are, are you sure we're okay? You know, yeah, they're they're right. kind of the planning type, which is near and dear to my heart, of course. Mm-hmm. But then you also have people that I've had people come in and said, "Hey, I was I was thinking maybe I'd check and see if I'm okay for retirement." And I'll say, "Great, when are you planning to retire?" And they say, "Oh, I'm retiring this Friday," Ooh. and they haven't talked to anyone yet. They Gosh. have no roadmap whatsoever, and I commend them for their confidence. You know, uh, but it's just. That would make me so afraid, you know, and I think you have people, you know, anywhere in between. And that's why, Jen, we always talk about the fact that, you know, no one is given any kind of training on how to retire or how to plan for your retirement or anything like that. That's why we love doing this show. We love, you know, providing information on retirement is because we just think it's so important. And, you know, most people don't have any kind of, you know, education on it in school. Um, There's usually not a whole lot of explanation from, you know, the company you work for, HR or anything like that. And, um, you know, that could be a very scary thing. Uh, I always say I thought when I was going to be in the financial world that my number one job would be, you know, making smart financial decisions. And I learned long ago, those are really important. But the most important thing is to give people comfort and peace of mind that they're going to be OK. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what the planning is, is ultimately doing. And so that, I would certainly say, you know, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, well, I don't really have a roadmap for my retirement. That's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review to listeners of the show at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. It's very simple. Uh, it's very easy. It's just a chance for you to sit down with one of our retirement planners and take a look at what you're trying to accomplish for retirement and if you're on track. And we'll help you at no cost and no obligation do kind of a preliminary review and see if you're on track, uh, if you're on that right path on your roadmap. So once again, no cost and no obligation. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
3: Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside making some comparisons to navigating road construction, having a roadmap, but then also having to navigate road construction, to what this is like in retirement trying to navigate around all those detours that life can throw out of this and you know pat i i mentioned this earlier sometimes a detour is small it just might take you a couple blocks or maybe a couple miles out of your way a couple years ago we were out in colorado and it was unfortunately during wildfire season mm. and there were significant stretches of i-70 that were shut down entirely because of these wildfires And when you look at the type of detour you have to take to go around mountains, it's a (laughs) significant detour. And it was one of those things where if we were just able to stay on I-70, heading back toward Denver or whatever, there were gas stations along the way, and we knew the roads are relatively flat. You look at some of these detours, we had no idea where the gas stations were. Were we going to be able to actually make it back? Or did we need to stop and get gas? Because the last thing you want with kids in the car is to be stranded somewhere. And there's all these wildfires everywhere. And we didn't even know if we had enough gas to get back around. And you talk about that, Pat, that is not a good feeling in retirement when you are feeling like you're out in the middle of nowhere. And you don't know if you've got enough gas in the tank, if you have enough income to make it all the way through.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect analogy, Jen, when you think of you know, any type of situation, and, and we've all been there, you're driving and you suddenly realize you're low on gas and you have mm-hmm. no idea where that next opportunity is going to be. And you know, the other example I would add to what you mentioned is what is everyone doing? If everyone who knows that that's the situation, what are they doing in the car? They're staring at the gas gauge, yes. right? Yes. You're staring at it. Yeah. Whereas if you have a full tank of gas and you know where the gas stations are, you, you're not paying any attention to the gas gauge. And my, isn't that the same with our nest egg? Ooh. I mean, if you are living in fear In retirement, that you're going to run out of money, you're probably staring at your net worth statement or your investment statements all the time. Whereas we would love to see the exact opposite. And I talk about this in my new book, The Retirement Secret. That, you know, most people, their number one hobby in retirement isn't tracking their finances. And what if you didn't have to think about that? What if you didn't have to worry about that because you've got a plan in place? That is absolutely a perfect analogy, Jen. And, and that's really where we want our listeners to get to is to have that confidence that they have a plan in place and they don't have to be just constantly sweating, you know, the numbers and making mm-hmm. sure everything's okay.
3: Right? It's just not a good feeling. It's not a comfortable feeling when you have to keep going back and checking and worrying. So let's talk a little bit about what that process looks like, Pat, for when you're helping somebody put together that strategy. So then they have that assurance, they know what's going on with the money, and they don't have to go and frantically check those account balances every single day. What, what does that process look like?
0: Yeah. I mean, one example I would use, Jen, when you're working with a financial advisor, and this is really our philosophy, is you might think their job is to pick like some great investment for you. That's not it at all. In fact, the success in investing, while sure, we'd love for you to get a great return the true success is in accomplishing your goals. Mm. Um, So it's not really, in you know, whatever that number is or anything like that. So the first thing we have to do is we have to figure out what your goals are. So if we're talking about retirement, what do you want to be doing and how much is that going to cost? And then we can start backing into, okay, where are we going to generate the income from to get you all those things? And then from there, then we can start getting into all the other areas and that's where it gets kind of fun and exciting. Well, what types of investments are going to help you create that income? Um, Are there tax strategies that we can layer in there to help you keep as much as possible? And have Uncle Sam keep less of it and what things do we do to protect you, you know, from some of those detours and potholes and things like that. So all of those things kind of layer in one step at a time. That's why we call it a five step retirement review. And once again, Jen, we offer that to our show listeners at no cost and no obligation. Just call 9 retire to get started. Once again, our five step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. Call now at 9 retire.
3: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
1: You've heard Pat on radio, now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10.
2: To find out more about Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com.
3: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialist, and he is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And Pat, you know as well as I do that the guardrails on a bridge are there for a reason keep you from going over the edge that's their job they guard you (laughs) they're a rail that guards you Mm. but you know what you feel better knowing that they're in place you go across with more confidence when there's something to keep you from falling and i'm sure you've experienced this pat we took our kids camping last year on the rim of the grand canyon
0: oh wow now
3: i will tell you On the north rim of the Grand Canyon, there's maybe 27 feet of guardrails. It's like, who made this thing? There's no guardrails anywhere. But there were places, Pat, when we're walking on these trails, and we're very aware that we could just go tumbling over the edge. And even though I walk around without falling down all the time, I felt like I was about to fall. And then you get to a place where there's just the smallest bit of a rail, and even though I wasn't leaning on it and I didn't actually need it, I felt better. Like I I could actually walk faster and breathe easier because I knew it was there. And I'm sure we've all experienced that before, Pat, just that feeling where you feel a little bit better when you know there's something protecting you, right?
0: It really is amazing, Jen. And I've had that happen, you know, in, you know, anytime you're driving anywhere mountainous, like out in the national parks, you know, out West, I've Mm -hmm. definitely experienced that driving. And then I've also, you know, I have a thing about like, um, Hotels that have like balconies and. Yeah. There's something about the open air. Like I, am not usually that afraid of heights, but it's just, there's something about oh. it. And I'm, you know, the kids will always want to just put their feet up. There's usually like a rung that's like two inches off the ground. Right. And I'm always like feet on the ground, Why feet on the ground. <laughs> yes. Like I, I, I doubt that people fling themselves over, over the top on accident very often, but yeah, it's, there's something about having something there to yes. protect you. Uh, that it's an amazing amount of comfort that it gives you.
3: Right. And, and so you think about how that feels when you go from that just tense feeling that you have in your body of being afraid. Afraid you could fall over the edge, to how much more comfortable you feel when you know there's a barrier, let's talk about how we get that with our money. Because that is not a good feeling. If you are afraid you're going to be over the edge with with losses or something, how do we get that barrier so we can breathe a little bit easier with our money?
0: Yeah, I think like you said, a guardrail on a bridge is literally a rail that guards you. And so how do you guard your finances or your nest egg or your retirement. And I think the most gratifying moments of my entire career, which is my entire adult life, are when people outwardly express that. And I think of people that come in with tremendous anxiety and fear that they'll never be able to retire or that they're going to be living their life Wondering how do I make sure I'll have enough? How do I make sure, you know, I won't have to, you know, apply to be a greeter at Walmart or all those, you know, those things that we say to ourselves like that we're, because we're worried about it, even if we make jokes about it. And now they come in for a review and so often they might say at the end of the review, just, they might just, you know, thank you, thank you that we, we know that we're going to be okay. And, you know, it sounds silly. And it may sound incredibly boring, Jen, but we think the biggest piece of that is having a plan Mm -hmm. by when you have a plan in place and you have a team of planners that are creating the plan and making the plan work and making adjustments to the plan, then you don't have to worry about it. You know, you've hired someone who knows what they're doing to do that. And I, I think we've seen a lot of people gain just tremendous confidence just from taking those simple steps.
3: So let's talk about what those guardrails might look like for something like protecting against volatility. Because for some people, the temptation is to just get off the bridge entirely, get all the way out, don't even be on there. But if you do have some of your money exposed to risk, what do those guardrails look like? How are we protecting from too much loss?
0: Yeah, that's a great one, Jen. So of course, ever since 401ks and IRAs were invented, the shift has gone from us, depending on social security and pensions for retirement to now, most of us have to essentially become a pension manager and create our own retirement income mm-hmm. with a nest egg. We're our own portfolio manager. So that's a, that's a pretty important job. And so we have to do a good job with it. So because of that, most of us have some experience with investing in the stock market. So, you know, we always say that um, your goal should dictate what you do with your money. So if you are 30 years old and saving for retirement, you probably don't need to worry too much about a major downturn in the stock market because you have time on your side to let that rebound. But if you are close to retirement or in retirement, that is a whole different game. And so there has to be some way of reducing your risk. So you said it very well there, Jen. Do you want to just get out altogether? Or do you want to have that guardrail completely? And and those are actually the two options. So, you know, investment experts will say there's two different things you can do. You can avoid the risk or you can diversify to reduce the risk. And so those are the types of things uh, we talk about when we talk about custom building a plan for all of our clients because some people are comfortable with different amounts of risk. And. Someone may say, hey, I've saved extra so that I don't have to worry as much in retirement. So maybe they want to be more conservative with their investments in retirement. Of course, there's other people that like that idea of trying to get a higher average return, and they're okay with more ups and downs. So that's why we would absolutely say it's it's a highly personalized question, and that's where the value comes in of it being custom-built for you.
3: And let's talk a little bit, Pat, if we want to get started on that custom-built plan, what's the best way to get started on that?
0: Yeah, that's the reason, uh, Jen, that we offer our five-step retirement review at Mm -hmm. no cost and no obligation, specifically for listeners of the show. That's an opportunity to sit down with one of our advisors and go over those five areas of retirement. that is your investment plan, your income plan, taxes, healthcare in a state plan. And those are the five areas that create a comprehensive retirement plan. And of course, you know, you're not sitting down with someone for 30 or 45 minutes and creating all that. Mm-hmm. But it's an opportunity to talk about what you're trying to accomplish, take a look at where you're at right now, and then that initial analysis, there is no cost for that. And that gives you a great kind of bird's eye view of where you stand. And if you've never done that before, or if it's been a long time, or if you've done something that's only been focused on investments, I would definitely encourage you to take advantage of this offer by calling us at 803-9-RETIRE. There truly is no cost, no obligation for listeners of our show. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
3: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialist. That number again, 803 803- 9 Nine, retire, and the idea that we're talking about here in this part of the show, putting in those guardrails for our retirement savings, the whole idea is you feel so much better. Think about the times that you have been maybe up on that balcony at a hotel or on a bridge or maybe... My example earlier, on the rim of the Grand Canyon, you (laughs) feel better when there's a guardrail, when there's some type of barrier between you and the edge. And a quick parenting tip, Pat, if you and Janelle Mm. are ever going to take the girls out to the Grand Canyon. Obviously, you're in the desert. Hydration is very important. So anytime you hear someone say to their children or you say it, that's close enough. Everybody take a drink of your water bottle. You're going to stay real, real uh, hydrated that way because you'll hear that a lot. That's close enough. You're close enough. Take two that's steps awesome. back. Just a, a quick tip. hydration's is important, uh, especially at the Grand Canyon. So there you go. That one's for free this week here, Pat. Um, <laughs> another one of those big issues that we have that we want to be safeguarding against, taxes. This is another one of those things where... It is not a good feeling when you have uncertainty about just how much of your savings could be going toward things like taxes. It's one of those things, Pat, it's often in flux because tax policies mm. change. What do those guardrails look like when it comes to protecting our savings?
0: Yeah, when, when we're thinking about you know our taxes in retirement, we've always felt that this is important, Jen, but it has just increased and increased and increased over the last few years because um you know we are now over 30 trillion dollars in debt as a country every single expert in that area says eventually the only possible solution is to increase tax rates and yet we've created a system in our country where most of us are encouraged to save all of our money in 401k's and IRAs which are guess what tax deferred mm-hmm. this is a really bad combination <laughs> so so we talk about this being proactive tax planning you need to put some kind of limits i mean if you literally save every dollar for your retirement in a tax deferred account, and we have clients that have saved, you know, a million dollars in a 401k, two million dollars, three million dollars, and what if you're in a 22% tax bracket, and now all of a sudden that tax bracket's 27% or 37%. I mean, these are numbers that people that follow our financial status think are very possible that's a, just a completely you know nightmare situation for you because you worked your tail off for all that money and now all of a sudden you're getting a lot less out than you thought so For us, the guardrail in that scenario is proactive tax planning, which allows us to – essentially what we're going to do, Jen, is your money can be taxed one of three ways. And we just want to take a stock of all three of those and see where you're at and see what we can do to improve your situation down the road. The first would be a regular taxable account, which is like money you have sitting in the bank or a brokerage account where you get a 1099 every year. The second would be tax-deferred, like your 401K and IRA. And then the third would be something that would be tax-free on the back end, like a Roth IRA. Now, again, like anything else in life, there's no perfect – solution for sure. that that works for everybody it's different that's why we always talk about custom building it but this is the you don't know what you're at risk for until you have this analysis done and we think that this is one of those big ones that's going to affect a lot of us over the next 5 or 10 years
3: right it's certainly an issue that a lot of people have their eye on and pat for so many people the big concern is outliving their savings right whether it's volatility or taxes healthcare the cost of everything going up due to inflation All of those things make us concerned that we could potentially outlive our savings, plus the fact that we're living longer today. So what are some strategies to think about to help safeguard against outliving our savings? That is a big fear for so many people.
0: Yeah, I think outliving our savings is the number one financial fear of Americans. And I think it should be. So I, I think that's being thoughtful about your yeah. situation. Yeah. You know, you, we had, when you think of the three legged stool of retirement income, the first one was always Social Security. Now, I don't think that's going anywhere soon, but clearly Social Security has major, major financial flaws. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with that in the future. The second one is pensions. And uh, of course, those are disappearing. So that means. So much of this all falls onto the third leg of the stool, which is our nest egg. So how do we create something that's going to last? And there's there's really only a few ways to do that. If you want something with a guarantee of income, generally speaking, Jen, it's got to be a pension that you're receiving. It's got to be Social Security, which is backed by the federal government. And then the third would be an annuity that has a lifetime income guarantee. Um, so those are ways to kind of create that foundation. And then the other thing that we recommend that works well for a lot of people is to consider dividend-paying investments, you know, even in low interest rate environments, there are things out there that might be paying four or five or six percent dividends. So you're not worried about you know the markets you know swinging up and down and things like that. You're just kind of collecting the dividends to help cover your income. So there's a lot of solutions to that. Of course, we're not going to have enough time to go into all of those, but the bottom line is understanding what options are available to you and which ones are best for you. And you can do that by taking advantage of our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation by calling us at 803-9-RETIRE. Again, it's available to listeners today at no cost and no obligation. Call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE.
3: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury.
4: I wanted to discuss what's called a Medicare Advantage Medical Savings Account, or MSA. You may be familiar with plans called Health Savings Accounts or HSAs at Work. MSAs are similar, but have some interesting differences. With an MSA, instead of contributing to the MSA, the insurance company puts money into your account. For example, one plan has a $5,000 deductible, but the insurance company puts $2,000 into the account at the beginning of each year. These plans will have aspects which are like supplemental plans. You can go to any provider that accepts Medicare in the United States. You don't have any network of providers. And you need to purchase a separate prescription plan as they don't cover prescriptions. But like Advantage plans, they have a zero-cost premium, and the insurance company handles all the claim payments, not Medicare. So if you're familiar with HSA plans, these plans will function in the same fashion. The difference is the insurance company is contributing monies into your account instead of you.
3: Visit Tim's website, medicareblueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
2: To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9Retire.
3: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the books Save Your Retirement and the Retirement Secret. And Pat retirees face a lot of choices when they get to retirement. It can feel like such a dilemma trying to make a final decision on what you'll do and where you'll go. And then there are all these financial questions. And we like to joke here on the show that it's kind of like the longest game of would you rather that you'll ever play. And aren't Friday nights when you're married kind of like that too? It's like, well, would you rather do this or that? And it's like, I don't know. What do you feel like doing? It's kind of how it goes. Anyway, so... We'll do kind of a funny one to start, Pat, and then we'll get into some more like retirement related ones. but just to, okay. to warm us up here. okay, would you rather watch a movie with no popcorn, no snacks, no drinks? So Ooh. you're enjoying the movie but you don't get any goodies. Yeah. or watch a movie. you get all the snacks you want, but the volume is just always a little too quiet or a little too loud. <laughs> you just never never quite enjoying it. What is important okay. to Okay.
0: So no snacks whatsoever yeah. versus having the volume that's going to be crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's tough. Uh so so you know me, I'm an overthinker and I'm going to try and game the system. <laughs> you
3: always
0: so do. I think I'm going to do no snacks cuz I can have something right before and right after. Right. And you know, who's going to watch like a 3-hour movie or something, you know? So if it's like an hour and a half or 2 hours, I can do that because We all have that situation where the volume just isn't quite right, and I don't know if this is an age thing, but I feel like (laughs) what's happening on TV and movies is the music and sound effects are getting louder and louder, and the conversation is getting quieter (laughs) and quieter. And I just I keep saying, Janelle, like, can we even understand this? And so she'll put the subtitles on there, which it helps. But then it drives me nuts because I'm not even watching; I'm just kind of reading the thing. You know what I mean? So right.
3: And then you miss like the delivery and the cadence of the joke or whatever because you already read it. I know. And then
0: someone and then someone says, "Oh, that was an Oscar-winning performance," and I'm like, "Well, I just read it, so I don't even know. know I don't know what you're talking about." (laughs) They
3: just don't make movies the way they used to, Pat. Let's just Let's just age ourselves.
0: Which one would you pick?
3: Oh, same. I would rather just forego the snacks. Because also, like, think about it. Even if the volume level is just perfect when you're watching movies with your children and they're eating snacks. (laughs) No, no. We'll just skip the snacks and we'll have the volume just right and I that like is that. that is what we'll do. All right, so we both agree on that one.
0: Glad to know that was the right choice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that was the right choice. That's right. <laughs> you can answer anything you want, but that was the right choice. Okay. <laughs> Let's do a money one. That was the okay. silly one. That was the funny okay. one. Okay. This one is kind of a serious one and I've asked my kids this one before mm. and I want to hear what you as a financial professional would have to say. Okay. Would you rather have a single penny one penny that doubles every day for a month, or a million dollars.
0: Okay, so I get to choose between having a penny that doubles uh-huh. every day for a month uh-huh. or 000, 000. a million dollars. Love bucks. some. Yep. So I'm just gonna be totally honest with you, gents. I am a financial geek. Yep. I read all kinds of things. <laughs> so I've seen this one before. You knew it. I'm pretty sure you want the penny doubling, and I think this is an awesome example of compounding. Yes. Am I right about that? Yeah.
3: Walk us through the math here, because it sounds pretty darn good to get a million dollars up front, and I'm going to throw in no taxes. I'm going to say you don't have to pay taxes on this. So a million dollars up front. Tell me why a single penny. That so it's doubles a every day is tale. better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> There's not much realist
0: Yeah. So uh, looking at my notes here, by the end of day 30, that single penny doubling uh, on a daily basis is worth over $5.3 wow. million. <laughs> But what's crazy about that is the importance of time when you're doubling. And the reason for that is when you're at 27 days, that doubling penny is only 671000 Wow. So you're getting the biggest gains, of course, at the end. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of those things where there's two things, Jen, where I think this is really valuable for people to think about. One is we had uh, – Oh, the, <laughs> the psychology of money yes. author oh, Morgan, Morgan,
3: Housel. Yes. Morgan
0: Housel thank you uh, and we so we saw him speak and he was talking about uh, he had this great graph of Warren Buffett's net worth and it's fascinating when you see it because he's really wealthy and he's been wealthy for a long time yeah but part of the reason he's so wealthy is because he's so old and <laughs> his money has That's doubled true. a couple of times after it was already in the billions of dollars so that was really kind of fascinating to see the other example that that I would use here that I think is valuable. And I always make this joke. I had a fabulous education at Purdue University, but I always joke that this is the one thing I still remember from that education, <laughs> which is the rule of 72, uh-huh. which is how often your money doubles is based on the interest rate divided into 72. So if you get your money in a checking account and you make 1% a year and you leave it sitting in there, you, it'll take 72 years to double. Right. But let's say you put your money in something and you're making 10% a year. Now it will double every seven years. Well, if you think about that for the power of that when you're investing, certainly if you're in your 20s or 30s, that's a game changer for Mm. attempting to earn more. But even if, let's say you're about to retire, let's say you're 65, well, you may still live 30 more years. So if we can take a little piece of that nest egg you have and set it aside and let it compound at 10% a year, that's going to double every seven years. That could provide a lot of growth for you and maybe some protection for you from running out of money due to living a long time and also protecting you from inflation down the road. So I think, uh, you know, unless you are already Warren Buffett, and you're already in your 90s. Those are lessons that I think any of us can learn from.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And can I just say, can we talk about what happens if our month is like March or December and there's 31 days?
0: That's right. You're over ten million now, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How about
3: that? So yeah. Now you're going to
0: be looking to make a you know amend it to like a thirty-two day month.
3: Yes. Let's let's look at a (laughs) thirty-two day month. Let's look at something else. But you know, day thirty, you've got five point three million. Just think about day thirty-one, if if that's the month you happen to be in. Anyway.
0: See, you're you're sharp as a tack.
3: I had to think about it for a long (laughs) time, though, while you were talking. But I did have a conversation with my kids about this because my boys, who are like eleven and twelve, I asked them that question, and I told them I'd take the penny, and of course, Mom, ugh, we'd take a million dollars. And then I walked them through it. And uh, you're so mean. Mom won that one. Felt yeah, good. felt good. Okay, here's another. Would you rather? This one is more on taking chances okay. if, rather than the lesson in compounding, which I is such a valuable lesson. So I appreciate you walking us through that, Pat. But would you rather get a suitcase that has ten thousand dollars in it? Oh, for sure. okay. Or suitcase number two has a 5050 chance. It's either thousand dollars or it's fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> what do you? Okay.
0: Do? Okay, so I'm going to repeat the question that buys me a little bit of time to think. Yes. right. <laughs> so I can have a suitcase with ten thousand uh-huh. dollars guaranteed or a 5050 chance suitcase and it's either a thousand or fifty thousand. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this is a fascinating question about, and this is a psychology of money situation, (laughs) right? (laughs) So it tells you a lot about yourself and your personality, but also maybe where you're at in life. So I am going to say... I'm going to take the 50 50 chance for two reasons. One okay. is I'm a math geek. And so the odds over time would be higher, right? Because okay. you have 50,000 plus 1,000 divided by two, your average return would be 25,500. All right. So that's higher. Okay? Right. okay. The second one, though, I would think about probably where I'm at in life right now. And there were times in my life where $10,000 lump sum might have saved my tail. You yeah. know, where I could pay off a car or something like that. Right. And, you know, I'm at a point right now where, thankfully, it wouldn't be as important as it was when I yeah. was, you know, in college or just out of college. So those are my reasons right. for my answer. How about you?
3: Well, and I was going to say, what if you were like 22 and just graduated or something? Would your answer be different? So Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't know.
3: I mean, maybe. But yeah, no, I, I don't know, Pat. I think... I'm a little bit more conservative and a little bit safer, and I think I'd go with the $10,000. I I think I would. So,
0: Which there's nothing wrong with that. Right,
3: but I mean, how good of an illustration is this, Pat, for, first of all, how people are sometimes taking that kind of chance with their money, where they're really putting things to chance, and then also they're having a conversation with somebody they're trying to make a decision with who feels very different about it. I mean, you kind of see that a little bit, don't you?
0: You mean as far as taking chances with their money?
3: Yeah. People yeah, yeah couples trying to figure out how they're going to make financial decisions and who's more comfortable with risk or or taking chances.
0: Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. I mean, when you think about a couple of things. First of all, how often do we take chances with our money? And you might say, someone might say I'm crazy for taking that 50/50 chance. And yet, they may be invested in an aggressive portfolio in the stock market. Yeah. And again, that's one of those things where it depends on your time in life. If you're 25 and you have your whole 401k in the growth stock funds – that may be perfectly fine for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're about to retire tomorrow, that might be totally different. Because, you know, people say, well, you can retire and have all your money in the stock market, and that can work out just fine. And the answer to that is, yes, it's true, it could, or it could go really badly, right? So, it depends on what happens with the market right after you retire. And that's talking about things, there's things we can control and there's things we can't control. And part of our job is we're not just planning on hoping that the markets work out okay. And we're not saying you can't have money in the stock market when you're retired, but you can't be counting on that for next month's income. That's absolutely not acceptable. Think of COVID, the market dropped 33% in 33 days. Mm. If you retired right before COVID and had all your money in the market, I mean, could you sleep at night? You know, that would be yeah. a devastating type of a situation. So a lot of times we're taking more chances with our money than we realize. And then you hit on a great point there, Jen, which is I do believe that God puts opposites together and opposites <laughs> attract. And most of us, one of us is more of a conservative person. Yep. One of us is more of a risk taker. And for almost all couples, both people aren't fully focused on the money. One person is more the primary person. So are they making all those decisions Mm -hmm. by themselves or are you working together? And that's a really good question, Jen. That's when our, our means with our clients go from being the financial person to more of the marriage counselor as we're (laughs) talking through those kinds of things. Uh, But there's a real value in that. And that's part of the reason of having any kind of financial professional you're working with. That's one advantage of it because it's an outside person rather than two people kind of butting heads and disagreeing. You can have an outside independent person helping you talk through that.
3: Walk us through, Pat, what this looks like when you have people who come to you, they're preparing for retirement, they've got all this money that they've saved for their retirement, they're trying to figure out what to do with it, what makes the most sense, what is going to give them a better return or more safety or whatever they're looking for. Walk us through how you help people analyze their situation and the outcomes so they aren't just leaving things to chance.
0: Yeah, and I I think what you're talking about there, Jen, is the difference between an investment person versus a financial planner. And so what we do at our firm is investments are just one piece of your finances. And so before we'd be, you know, advising anyone on, you know, investments we like or diversification, we're taking that step back and we're talking to you about you. Who are you? What are you trying to accomplish? What do you want out of life? And everyone's is different, but in the end, most of us, a lot of it falls down to trying to figure out when can I retire? How do I know I'm going to have enough? How do I make sure I never run out of money? And how do I make sure my loved ones will be okay if something happens to me? Those are some of the big ones we're all trying to figure out. Uh, Again, not to force that on anyone, but that's part of it. So we find that out and then we kind of see where you're at and then we bring that together. And to what we were talking about, sometimes those things are very clear, but sometimes it can be a little more complicated, and right. maybe you and your spouse have different goals or different things you're trying to accomplish. All of that is part of the opportunity to sit down with one of our planners. And the reason we do it at no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show is because we don't know how much we can help until we sit down with you. So, that is uh, what we call our five-step retirement review meeting. There's no cost and no obligation for listeners of our show. Call today at eight zero three nine retire to take advantage of sitting down with one of our advisors. Once again, to get started, it's just calling us now at 803 803- Nine retire.
3: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Stroby. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great week.
1: Securities offered through Arcadios Capital. Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation Specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership.